You're listening to One on One with DP. Brought to you by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final segment of One on One. Don't go anywhere. Jay Foreman will join us at 4. Get you in to 6 o'clock on Old School. Got some interesting stories. I got some mail, some actual mail that I have to talk about as as delicately as I could possibly tell talk about it. Do I, you just not get mail very often? I, I get mail a lot. Oh, I don't okay. get this kind of mail. <laughs> uh, so the way like, the way it sounded, it was like I got mail. Yeah, I did. I got mail, and it was <laughs> it was different. It was different. So I have to share it with Jay uh, to get through with that. And then uh, from six to eight tonight on Strict Nine, Terrence Badgett and Eric Strickland together on Strict Nine. And I'm sure, yeah, that's going to okay. be, yeah, yeah. How's that fair? There's going to be a whole lot of storytelling going on there, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Going back to Omaha, take it back to the glory days of Husker basketball where they were winning conference championships and all. How about that? How about that? Those guys can tell those stories of what it was like to win championships. Let me ask you guys before uh, we switch the tune and change the beat, um, what would be the bigger news this week? What would what would be the bigger story next week? Ohio Ohio State comes in here and loses to Nebraska, or Ohio State comes in here and puts up like fifty on Nebraska. Because if they run Nebraska out of their own building, the conversation is going to be crazy. But Nebraska wins, the conversation goes crazy. <laughs> I think the bigger storyline would be Nebraska beating Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Well, because it, it, the, the Big Ten wouldn't be happy. No. Because bowl, bowl players would be happy. No. Right? Oh, that is tonight, yeah. yeah. Is Nebraska and Ohio State still friends? Are they all, you know, pandemic-friendly? I feel, I feel like they. there's no hard feelings there. Until they come in here. I mean, there's there's an obvious thing of like, yeah, we wish we were you, but like, we wish we were you. But yeah, yeah. But if they came in here, ran up the score. Cause no, remember, because cause remember, they need style points this week. They not only they well, not only have to win, they have to put up style points this week. And let's not let's not you know beat around the bush. Is they they know what the the overall kind of feeling around Scott Frost is, and if they're sitting there saying, "Ooh, nail coffin," yeah, we have an opportunity to really say that. Us putting up sixty on them, but but does but but here's the here's the here's the really interesting thing. Does it make a difference? I I don't like know. if they win this week. The people who think enough's enough still going to think enough's enough. If they if they if they win, the people are going to go. The people who said, "See, I told you so," but you're going to be four and six. And you'll go back through the cycle again and then have to take a week off and then figure out what you're going to do against Wisconsin. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing is is if Nebraska loses bad this week, we thought post-Minnesota was bad and just kind of uncomfortable. And then a whole week in between. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. You have a bye week to, to sit on a, let's say Nebraska 50, 54-6, to 56-3 like they have before. Ooh. You have a whole bye week for, for that just to marinate. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
and and with the current situation that is kind of swirling around this staff right now is I don't know if if losing by only seventeen. So helps if they, that. so if they win, we can stop that conversation for half the people involved because the half the people once they win that half the people are going to go, okay, he's fine. Like give him time. Well, then a a bowl game become you know gets actually talked about a little bit until more. you go in. until you go into Camp Randall. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think if you looking at these three games, the the but hardest they could be, one they could be Wisconsin exactly. But the looking at these three games ahead, you're saying the least likely game that they win is Ohio State. I, I look at it this way: I have a sneaky feeling that they go into Iowa five and six. DP, I I don't know, man. Right, like like that that Iowa and game because that Iowa game will then have all the meaning in the world. On top of its normal meeting, it would have additional meaning, weight, leverage, right? And then how bad would it be? How heartbreaking, gut wrenching. But how fantastic would it be if they beat? Iowa? Then, then you get your bowl game, and the expectation that was set at the beginning of the well, year no, is yeah, still there. Yeah, but what if you? What if you're? What if you're four and seven? Going into that's Iowa? what if you're three and eight going into Iowa and you beat Iowa. Ooh. That's what. That's the scenario Rico and I were talking about. Ooh. Is what if you're three and eight going into going into Iowa? You beat Iowa, and you finally been able to top the Hawkeyes. What does that mean? <laughs> People are so funny. Yeah, People know this is entertainment, right? Yeah, we don't we don't think that right. Like <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop. We're, we're realistic. Stop it, people. We're just Eric, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Everybody's freaking out. Ross, man, like, it's like, come on, like, do they not? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> Scott, Scott's DP, what's up? That is going to happen. I believe that all season, our bowl game would hinge on Iowa. <laughs> Be not need. Well done, Gene. If that was the case, if our bowl game is going to hinge on Iowa, I wish Iowa was number one. It's too bad that they weren't undefeated anymore. Eek. <laughs> Stay tuned. Jay Foreman up next. <laughs> 